Welcome to the Apprentice to CEO podcast, a podcast dedicated to helping to take your business idea and growing it into something you can be proud of. As with any job or trade, we start as apprentices, but with hard work and vision, we can grow into CEOs. Each podcast will come with worksheets and other links to valuable resources, so don't forget to check the show notes. I'd also like to thank BCIT and BC Campus for the grant that is making this podcast possible. This podcast and all the worksheets attached carry a CC by Creative Commons license, so feel free to use as much as you need. Let's get started. In this episode, we're going to start talking about the concept of identifying your why and its importance. And I just want to start out with a quote from Friedrich Nietzsche. He who has a why to live for can bear almost any how. Now, the first step of any business is your idea, a vision of how to do things better or differently, something that may have never been done or meet a need that's never been met. Your idea is your first step, and this could mean starting a business or it could entail expanding on an existing business. Very few entrepreneurs starting their businesses are business people. In Michael Gerber's book, The E-Myth, he talks about how we have technicians suffering from an entrepreneurial seizure. Just because you're good at your trade, your business, or your craft doesn't mean that you know how to run a business. In fact, 50% of all small businesses fail in their first five years, and most of the rest will fail in the next five. Why? Most of those who start have no idea how to build a business. They spend at least four years going through an apprenticeship or university or business school to become proficient in their trade, craft, or business. Why do they think that starting a business should be any different? What is your why? What separates the businesses that succeed from the ones that fail? It's what Simon Sinek calls finding out what your why is. The why helps determine what sets you apart, what makes you different than any other business. A true understanding of your why will help you determine if the work you're doing and the business you're building will actually matter to both you and the world. Now, how do you figure out what this why is? You start by asking the first big three questions. Number one. What does your business do, or what do you want your business to do? This one's an easy question. You can be as generic as you want with this one. I want to start an electrical company. I want to start an accounting firm. I'm building an app, and I want to sell it. They're all fairly easy things to do because it's what you want your business to do, and you basically have that idea right off the beginning. Number two, how do you plan to do it? Now, this question gets a little deeper. Oftentimes, this is called the unique selling proposition, or the USP. This is what you do that sets your company apart from others in your industry. Now, some examples of a USP are showing up on time, always coming in on budget, uniforms and friendly service. It's that unique selling thing, that that one thing that you have that other people might not have. Number three, why are you doing it? Now, this question will often get the answer, I want to make money. And we've got to remember that making money is not an answer as to why you're doing it. Making money is a result of the what you're doing and the how you're doing it, but it is not the sole purpose for why we're doing it. What is meant by why requires answering questions such as, what excites you? What's your passion? What's your belief about how the world should operate? Discovering what your why is is not an easy task, and it's going to take some time and some reflection. Discovering your why is discovering your purpose and how it affects everything you do. To help you determine your why, you can use the worksheet that you can find in the show notes. After you've spent some time reflecting on your why, it's time to write down your mission statement. Now, writing out a mission statement can be an intimidating task, but it doesn't have to be. Now that you've spent some time reflecting on your why, it's just a matter of writing it out. For example, here's one for that we can use. I believe in quality over quantity. I'd rather make sure that something is done exceptionally well to the best of my ability than to pump out project after project. 
With this in mind, everything that I work on will be exceptional. This value will permeate everything I do, including my electrical contracting service. Now, there's a couple exercises that I would like you to partake in, and you can hit pause in the podcast and go to the show notes. But the first thing you want to do is watch that Simon Sinek video, Starting With Why. It is absolutely transformational, and I've watched that thing probably about 30 times, and every single time I walk away leaving inspired. The second step is after you watch this video, print out the worksheet and find a quiet place and fill in the prompts. And it's a basically a step-by-step process into how to determine what your why is. Take some time and really spend time reflecting on your answers. Remember, most people know what they do. They could even tell you how they do it. It's those who have a good understanding of why they're doing it that sets them apart. It's what makes you or your company exceptional. It is your purpose, your belief system, and your reason for being. So make sure you take time seriously and pause the podcast. Go ahead, go through the exercises. Then when you're done that, come on back. Okay, I'm assuming that you've done the exercises and you're back now. So you've spent some time reflecting on your personal why. In this chapter, we're going to take your why and create your business's vision statement. Writing your business's vision statement can be an intimidating task. At best, a powerful vision statement can guide your company, set the tone, and let people know what you're all about. At its worst, a vision statement is just a plaque that sits in your office or a slogan that's posted on the homepage of your website. So let's talk about what is a vision statement. It's important to start this by defining what a vision statement is not. A common mistake is assuming that a vision statement is the same thing as a mission statement. No, a mission statement is focused on the what and the how. Mission statements answer questions like, what do we do? Who do we serve? How do we serve them? A vision statement, on the other hand, is something that guides the company, something that gives the company direction. A vision statement can answer questions such as, what are the company's hopes and dreams? What problem are we solving for the greater good? Who and what is our business trying to inspire? And finally, and most importantly, what is our company's why? So how do we get started? A business vision statement should engage your imagination and passion while at the same time providing guidance. A vision statement must not only resonate with you, but also with your employees and your clients. It's what's going to attract those who want to work with and work for you. Now get started by asking some of these questions. What is the impact you want your company to have on the community? In what ways will your company interact with your clients? What is the culture of your company? How will you look for your employees? How does your vision set your company apart from other companies in the industry? Now, we're going back to some exercises here. In the show notes, there'll be a PDF that you can download and work through these questions. And again, as always, take some time to reflect on your personal and company values. Take some time to figure these things out. And then number three, start crafting your company's vision statement and share it with someone who understands your business for your feedback. Now comes time to craft the vision statement. Likely, you've heard the term elevator pitch. It's a short description of an idea that can be fully explained in the time it takes for an average elevator ride. This concept holds true for crafting your company's vision statement as well. It should be short and sweet. It should avoid business jargon and should be put in a way that everyone can understand. Your vision statement should be specific to your business and should incorporate the values you determined earlier. Some things to consider when starting to craft your vision statement. Align it with your personal and business core values. Use the present tense. Use concise and unambiguous language. Make it inspiring and exciting, and most importantly, dream big. Here's some examples of vision statements from companies you might have heard from. 
to be the Earth's most customer-centric company where customers can find and discover anything they might want to buy online. Amazon. A world where everyone has a decent place to live. Habitat for Humanity. Inspire the world. Create the future. Samsung. To create a better everyday life for many people. IKEA. As amazing and inspiring as all those vision statements are, you have to ask yourself, do they really provide an idea of what those companies do? Sure, they offer inspiration, they give a glimpse into the worldview of the company and what it's all about, but do they really tell you how they do this? One of the important things that a vision statement can add is a point that others can align to. A vision statement is to show your clients and your employees what your company values, the impact you'd like it to have on the community, and where it's going. In the show notes, there's a video by Cameron Harold, the CEO of 1-800-GOT-JUNK, and he discusses what he calls a vivid vision. It's a document that visualizes how you want your company to look in the next three years. Now, this takes creating not just a single vision statement, and it turns it into something that not only offers only platitudes, but some solid values and goals that your employees and clients can align to. In the video, Cameron discusses creating a mind map. This mind map serves as a guide for the actual document. Now, there's many ways to start creating mind maps. There's softwares that can help you with the process, and you can sit down with a pen and paper and just start drawing it out. Now, if you want, in the show notes, there's an example of what a mind map is, and you can use that as a template. When you're working on it, make sure that you take time alone and dream big. Write down everything that comes to your mind. Where do you want the company to be in the next three years? What type of cultures do you want to create within your company? What are some of the words that you want your employees to use to describe your company? Everything's fair game and nothing's off limits. So as always, I want you to hit the pause after, and I want you to take some time and reflect on these next three points. Number one, take some time and mind map out your vision statement for your company. Where do you want your company to be in the next three years? There's lots of different options on how to get this done. You can use apps like Canva or Google, or you can just sit down with a pen and paper and start drawing it out. Number two, after you have a mind map built, take some time and reflect on it. Is there anything you'd like to add? Does it inspire you? Share it with others and ask, does it inspire them? Number three, write it out. Now that you have a visual, take some time and write out the vision statement. Put it into a format that you can share. If you have a team you work with, share it with them and then make it open for edits. This is very important. Remember, nothing is set in stone. As you start to build your business, you can use your vision statement as a guiding light for where you're heading. There also may come a time where you may need to change direction. There's nothing that says once you write out your vision statement, you can't change it. In fact, you'll more likely want to change it often. Especially in the early days of your business, you don't want your vision statement to blind you to opportunities or limit your opportunity for growth. If for any reason your vision statement stops feeling right, do not be afraid to change it. At the end of the day, your vision statement should be a reminder and guide you, your employees and your clients as to why your business exists. The vision is bigger than just the one day or the project. This reminder will come in handy during the good times in your business, but it's also going to be very helpful for the more challenging and difficult times. Now that's all we have for this episode, everyone. I really do want to encourage you when I say to hit pause and to do the exercises, there really is value in doing those. So make sure you do go back if you haven't already, hit pause, go to the show notes, download the resources, watch the videos, and take those times to reflect and to work on the exercises. Make sure you check out the next episode where we're going to be discussing the importance of market research. And until then, have yourself a great day.